a little bit of me kind of wants Super 7 to do it. But then price point is huge. And then that last Andre in yellow that they came out with was kind of an abomination. Not even even kind of an abomination. The man boobs were perfect on that figure. (laughs) The the memes that went around with that Andre face. Dude, should we put that in our Hall of Shame this year? You know what? I, I don't see how we don't. Good call. Good call. Given price point and what was delivered. Wow. All right. There you guys go. There's a spoiler. You heard it in January. Come to the Hall of Fame, the Fig Life Hall of Fame. <laughs> Your inductee is Andre the Giant, Super 7, Yellow Trunks, WrestleMania 2. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's going to be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Ain't sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 366 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. For over seven years, a revolutionary force in wrestling figure podcast entertainment. Well done, dude. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real-life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, happy seven-year anniversary to us. Yeah, happy seventh birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Uh, J- Mr. Jeffrey. All right, dude. And then now I now I will show you a titty. <laughs> so I wasn't sure what you were playing. I didn't know if it was happy birthday or Oscar Mayer Wiener. Oh, it's supposed to be hot cross buns. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong on both counts. Okay. Anyways, happy seven year anniversary this past week, dude. It was January 26th was our birthday. January 26th? January 26th. Really? Why did I think we started in early January of 16? Nope. It was January 26th. So it's our seven year anniversary, man. Time has flown by. Dude. Yeah. Think of all the figures and not just the figures, but think of the figure toy companies that have come along and changed the business since we started doing this show. When we started, it was basically Mattel. Figures Toy Company came in with the ROH line. And basically from that point on, it's been bonkers. We've seen a new wrestling league come into existence. Mm -hmm. AEW, they weren't around in 2016. All of these uh, promotions that are up and coming, Ring of Honor still around, but MLW, all these smaller promotions. Impact has gotten a little bit bigger, getting a little more recognition. Who would have thought that back in 2016? So man, you think of all the changes in figures and the wrestling industry itself. Crazy. Very crazy. And WrestleMania is two days now. Who would have thought that was going to happen? People always speculated about it, but it's a thing now. And yeah, it's just crazy to think all the stuff that's happened in the last seven years. Speaking of impact, they have figures coming too. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Another uh, another company stepping up, making figures. And dude, it's so many now. It's insane. Absolutely. So happy, year, happy seven year anniversary, brother. Happy anniversary, dude. 
What did we do? What did, what the hell? And the Fig Life got us on the toys that made us. That's a pretty big accomplishment. Yeah, that group banded together and said, hey, these two jerks need to be on your uh, your documentary. Yeah, and to think, you weren't even playing shitty flute yet. No, <laughs> they would not have wanted us on if I was playing <laughs> shitty flute. They'd have been like, oh, these assholes. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have brought shitty flute on the toys that made us, but you could have put it on a shirt. Oh, that's true. Yep. I should just make a shirt that has shitty flute on it. <laughs> Put it on T Public. See how many people buy it. Yeah. The answer would be one, and that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be the only one with that shirt. Mega limited edition. I'm drinking Zoa's Frosted Grape today. I, I know we haven't talked to energy drinks in a while, but I'm drinking Zoa's Frosted Grape. Not bad, dude. Pretty tasty. Did The Rock say you had to? Yeah, I pretty much did. Okay. I mean, he could show up in the Rumble today. Eh. <sighs> We'll see. No? You don't think so? Uh, all right. Before we get into the whole spiels and everything, any surprises? Do you have any surprise guests? Uh, for the Rumble? For the Rumble. I'm predicting Braun Breaker and Rick and Scott Steiner are all going to be in the Royal Rumble. Maybe not all in the ring at the same time, but it would be cool if they were. But I'm going to predict all three Steiners will be in the ring. Okay. That's a bold prediction. That's my bold prediction. Uh, I would think it's safe to say no Dudley boys. Correct. Because they just released Devon, unfortunately. Uh, but that does free them up to go do independent shows. So let's keep our eyes open to see if they come local. Um, man, other surprises. you got to think The Rock is showing up. If he doesn't show up tonight, I don't think that Roman Rock match has happened in this year at Mania. I don't think it is, man. You Oh, so right off the bat, you don't think it's happening at all? No, because I think the rumors that are going around right now about Rock saying he or he's already told WWE he can't sh- make it to Mania... I think when there's smoke, there's fire. And I think that this has too much behind it. I think The Rock is not showing up. Hmm. Interesting. My, well, we'll know tonight. If he doesn't show up, that that's definitely scrapped. It's not happening. My guess tonight, Switchblade, Jay White. Oh, that's a good prediction, dude. Very good prediction. Like an AJ Styles entry at what, number three? I think he came in back in 16. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think Switchblade will be there. Okay, that's a great prediction. I like it. Very bold, very ballsy. I dig it. Thank you. Why couldn't I have done this on my predictions at the end of last year, dude? Uh, Well, let's go a step further with that prediction. Does Jay White, if he comes in, does he eliminate anybody big? Not not, like stature big, but I mean like position on the card big. Um, I'm just throwing this out there. He's going to come in and he's going to throw out Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens will lose to Roman and he's going to get back into the Rumble to try to get another title match and Switchblade throws Kevin Owens out. Okay, got it. And actually, I'm going to take that a step further, but continue. Why am I not a booker? That was a brilliant (laughs) booking idea right there. Holy crap. I respect you, Booker Man. Oh, thank you. That was a good prediction there, Jeff. Ah, no, no, no. No, don't bring him in yet. Seven years, seven years and this guy has like found our show and has come on it every single week. <laughs> this he guy. better have downloaded all of our old episodes too if he's going to be like this. Hell no. <laughs> Why would I download that shit? <laughs> That's waste of my iPod. So I think here's my prediction for tonight because I think WWE has kind of booked themselves into a corner with the whole Sami Zayn thing. He's kind of turned into 2014's version of Daniel Bryan. No, not as big. Okay, yes, people love him, but... Yes, the people love him. Will they turn on the winner if it's not Sami Zayn? No, 
It, it's not that far. Daniel Bryan, that was such an anomaly. That was such a crazy time in wrestling that everybody backed this one guy and basically made their voices heard to where they changed, allegedly, we don't know because we're not in the booking room, but allegedly changed plans for WrestleMania. And also CM Punk leaving also kind of helped that as well. Do you think that WWE would book Sami Zayn to win the Rumble and then go face Roman for the title? No. Sami and KO are coming back together. They're linking up. Okay. And they're they're going to go after the Usos. Okay, so you see it how I see it. Yes, because there was one little... Uh, this is what I love about the new booking direction of Triple H. He drops little tidbits, like little Easter eggs. Kind of like what um, everybody keeps telling me. It's like the Marvel movies. There's always these little hints and little tidbits and Easter eggs throughout movies. I don't know. Right, right. But okay, anyways. They keep dropping little hints and little tidbits. Well, this past week on Raw, Sammy you know, helped Jay Uso out. Yes. With, you know, winning the match and stuff. And when he held the tag team titles, he kind of stared at him like for a long time. That was, that to me was like a little Easter egg. Anyways, we're a wrestling figure podcast. We're not a wrestling podcast. We are, but I want to go a little bit further with this because we never talk wrestling. So it's good to kind of delve into a little bit. So your, your thinking is that the end, it sounds like you're thinking exactly what I'm thinking about this, but the end game to all of this stuff with the bloodline and Sammy is the honorary Oos, you think the end game is the tag team titles and not Roman's heavyweight title. Because I've had this conversation with Eddie with on uh, the Drunk Wrestling History podcast, and he's thinking Sammy's going to win the heavyweight title. I would love to see that as a fan of El Generico to current day Sammy Zayn. I would absolutely love to see that, but I can't see it. No, Sammy will not be winning the heavyweight title from Roman or facing Roman at Mania. Okay, so your end game to all of this playing out is they go after the Usos. Correct. Got it. Okay, we're our, our thinking is along the same line. I think the way to protect the WWE or for WWE to protect itself in the Rumble tonight is to have KO jump Sammy backstage. And when I say jump, that's quote unquote jump because he wouldn't really be jumping in because they're in cahoots. You have him jump Sami Zayn and to your point, steal Sami's spot so that now Kevin, because I think KO is pretty much bulletproof. He can take the heat from the fans that they're pissed off that he knocks Sami out of the rumble and KO takes Sami's spot and it protects WWE from having to get Sami eliminated and having the crowd turn on the eventual winner. Correct. That's kind of my thinking is since KO's bulletproof, he takes Sami's spot KO's going to get tossed, possibly by your prediction of Jay White. And I think your winner, and it's not even really a surprise, Brock Lesnar. You think, uh, no, 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 no. You stop that right now. Don't you bring, don't you bring that snuff to the show? No, Cody's going to win it, dude. Cody's got, look, for Roman, it's got to be Cody. The way they're building up Cody, it's got to be Cody and Roman at Mania. Who else is there to face Roman at Mania. But the crowd can sometimes be a shit, right? No. Us wrestling fans? What? Okay, so you know what I'm about to say. I know exactly what you're saying. Are they going to turn on Cody because it's predictable? No. no, And it's not Sammy and they want Sammy. No. I understand they love Sammy, but I think they're happy with where Sammy's going. And I think they'll be happy to see KO and Sammy link up. The fans love Cody, dude. They absolutely adore Cody. But could it just be this one arena 
No. That starts a, a wave of crap for Cody no, that carries no. all the way to WrestleMania. See, I don't want to see that happen, but I know how wrestling fans can be in the moment. It just takes the vocal minority to take over a crowd. Think the night after WrestleMania Raw. Just to take over a crowd, bend it to its will, and everybody starts booing Cody. Think no. Philadelphia when Roman won and The Rock had to come in and they booed The Rock. Well, that was only because Roman was the golden child. Everybody knew that Roman was the next big thing. Even when he when the shield broke up, everybody knew that Roman was going to be the next Cena, the next Hogan, the next Austin, you know, stuff like that. What's Cody? Cody is he's not there yet. He's, but he's not the chosen one. Everybody's thinking he's winning. I hope so. I hope he is winning. Well, look, me too. Let me preface all... I I should have prefaced this. I want Cody to win the Rumble. Well, you should have prefaced this. I I should have prefaced, yes. It's my favorite snack of the day, is preface. (laughs) (laughs) That's like (laughs) pre-breakfast. Prefaced. (laughs) So, I want Cody to win. I think he deserves it. I think it's his moment. Going into Mania, it's, it's his time to shine. Right, Roman's been on top for like, what, three years now? Yeah. It It's going to be a big deal when somebody beats him. Give that moment to Cody. Yeah. Right, he's earned every single bit of it. It's really going to be a moment with the crowd. That's what I want to see happen. Now, who knows, <laughs> right? Because there are so many curveballs happening in WWE right now and not just in ring, like behind the scenes. Who knows what the hell's going on over there? So... It, it, it's such a gamble, but yes, I'm with you. Safe money's on Cody, and okay. I would love it if your prediction came true. The Jay White showed up. That would be great for the fans, just like when AJ showed up back in 2016. Yes. And I think we're going to see the Steiner brothers in ring tonight. Eh, I wouldn't say in ring. Maybe they walk Braun out or something. No, I think they're going to be in the Rumble, dude. Oh, you think so? I think they're going to be in the Rumble. All three Steiners in the ring. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our episodes from the past seven years. Seven? On seven. Like the tattoo on your uh, forearm. Not on your forearm. I'm sorry, in the inner bicep. On the inside of the bicep, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It says seven. Anyways. Yep. So that's for now for Fully Posable as well. Yep. You can go back and listen to any of those on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And please rate and review on iTunes. Scott, I want to thank you. You picked up the raw set for me. You saw it at Target. I did. And I only planned on buying one. I was like, Jeff wants it. I'm going to get it for him. Awesome. They've got it. Let's find a good box. Boom. Here it is in the cart. And then I started looking at it. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm like, that'll be two, please. (laughs) You ended up getting one. I did. I brought one home with me as well. It was so awesome. So here's how it worked is I went to Target, had to get some dog food and some other stuff. Of course, walked over by the toys, see what they have. Was not expecting to really find this set because our Target is known for not really having anything. So, walk down there, of course, no raw set. I just keep looking around, and I go down towards, like, the end cap where they've got, like, random stuff. And they had these dolls on there, and they were all, like, these red box 
toys, dolls, accessories for the dolls, whatever, they had stuck the Ross set in with all of these red boxes. They almost blended right in. Interesting. Yeah, so I kind of walked by, and what caught my eye was the green Razor Ramon. Because it popped out. And I was like, wait, oh crap, that's Razor, that's the Ross set. And yeah, they had five or six of them tucked on the inside of this display that if you're walking by, you would have missed it. It wouldn't have caught your eye, but I just happened to kind of be going slow and the green razor caught my eye and that's that's how I spotted it. It wasn't even in with the wrestling figures. What I like about the Raw set is that you get three figures. The, okay, the total cost of the set is sixty four ninety nine plus tax. Yes, yes. If you think about it, an elite figure, which these are, is 20... 23 bucks. 23 bucks. Yep. So 23 times three is... Scott, help me out. <sighs> yeah. Uh-huh. Keep going. Yep. Uh, 69. <laughs> yep, that's it. 69 bucks for three elite figures. Okay, so for these, you're getting three elite figures, and you're getting the raw letters. Yeah, big, and- heavy raw letters. And you're getting money. Yes. Well, not like physical money. You're getting toy money. Toy money, yes. Then you get Undertaker's hat. You get Undertaker's jacket. You get... There's so many accessories in this thing. You're getting it for a steal. It's like a good price. That's what I love about this series. It's perhaps, arguably, the best Undertaker figure ever made, representing Undertaker from that specific era. The black and gray Undertaker from, like, 93... 94. Well, 94, he went purple, but 93 Undertaker, probably the best one that's ever been made. Yeah, exactly. So it's incredible. And I'm not a big Undertaker fan, but I love that figure. That's what I love about this set. So anyways, thank you for picking that up. Also, I want to thank Norm. He picked me up NECA Alf. Oh, he found it. He found one over at his local target. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, I ransacked the NECA stuff that night. Uh, when I found the raw set, I was over in the section where they keep all the NECAs and kind of odds and ends. And I literally ransacked all of the figures. I saw so many gremlins, so many predators, Jason's Freddy's like, you name them. I saw them. No Alf. And I was so disappointed because I was going to snatch them up. I checked almost everywhere around my hotel looking for NECA Alf. Damn. And nothing. Norm texted me while I was in Denver. And sure enough, he's like, Hey dude, I found you a NECA Alf. Awesome. Yeah, I'm still on the hunt for him. Oh, uh, also while in Denver, I picked up and you're you're gonna laugh at me, dude. I picked up the last three figures that I needed for Superstar Series Three, which was Million Dollar Man, Papa Shango, and Mankind. Nice. I had so much in my luggage I couldn't bring them home on card, or the cards were gonna get damaged. Oh, oh, oh. I opened them and they're going in the detolf. Oh, you forced your hand now. I did, so I'm gonna open up all my superstars figures and I'm gonna put them yes. in the details. Don't yes. you say yes. Get out of here with that crap. I can't believe you opened them, dude. So how did you pack them in your luggage? Did you put them in Ziplocs or something? No, what I did is uh, they I took the plastic that's inside the card, opened up the card, took the plastic. So Million Dollar Man, Papa Shango, and Mankind are still in that inner plastic. Oh, like the little bubble thing inside. Kept the hands close by, you know, everything's still good to go. And I had to kind of shove them and pack them down in the luggage. So anyways, I got those. And one of the biggest things that I got, and Scott, you were in on this thread. I hit up a gentleman. Should I say the name or should I just leave it out? Mm, You could throw it out there. I don't think he'd be upset. 
Okay. Steve Hoker was selling some LJNs. He had three that I was looking for. One of them being Vince McMahon, who was on card. On card, LJN McMahon. On a foreign card, by the way. Yes. Haku. And because I can't find our Tito Santana in Strikeforce gear, Tito Santana in Strikeforce gear. So I think outside of Outback Jack, who I can get for dirt cheap, I think our LJN collection is complete, right? Minus Outback, yes. Now it is. Yeah, so now we just need to get Outback and we're done, dude. Well, unless somebody counts Sergeant Slaughter as an LJN. No, he's not an LJN. I agree. He's actually, technically you're right. He's not an LJN, but made in the same vein of LJNs because the advertisement for that Slaughter had him stepping on LJNs. So it was an easy confusion. Uh, But yeah, unless you count Slaughter as part of the LJN line, which Jeff and I do not. uh, Yeah, we're missing Outback Jack and that's that. Yeah, so that's it for our LJN collection. So, uh, God, I hate to spend money on Outback Jack. (laughs) I really don't want to spend money on Outback Jack. Apparently Mattel doesn't want to either. (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) We haven't gotten an Outback. Well, look, nobody wanted to spend money on that guy. We haven't gotten one since LJN. How many companies are there right now? 11 or 12? That would be a good trivia question from from Nate, Ring Skirts. Who from the LJN line has never gotten another figure? Ooh. Two right off the top of my head, Outback Jack and Ted Arcidi. Those were the two I was thinking, so. Yeah, but I'm sure that there's more, right? Adrian Adonis? See, now we're doing our own trivia. It's not as fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, there may be a trivia question from Nate later on in the show. Ooh, let the excitement build. So, uh, Scott, you were going to get me back for Can You Last a Minute this week? Yes, I was. Uh, Big Dave helped me out again. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like when you attack me, and so he comes to me, and he's like, I got your back, brother. Dude, like 35, 40 years later, you guys are still coming after me like you guys did back in the 80s. I understand back back in the 80s. I was that little punk brother you guys were, like, trying to shoo away. Right. Dude, just leave us alone. We want to listen to Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Yeah, you're too young for this. Yeah, exactly. You can't hear these hickory dickory doc jokes. Now, 40 years later, you guys are still beating me up. Well, it's more he's coming to my defense. You don't need any help with that. Sometimes I do. (laughs) And he's got my back. He is my tag team partner. All right, all right. All right, how many do you have today? Uh, Let me check. He gave me four, but I will throw two at you. Okay, you're going to throw two at me. So are you going to bank the other two? Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. So, let me uh, get my timer ready here. I got to get in my headspace. I've got to get into my mindset. (laughs) (sighs) Yama, 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 yama. If you guys understand that part, you guys are great. Yes. There's a reason (laughs) we love you. By the way, I like how in Drunk Wrestling History this week, you said Jeff from Fully Posable regarding something. What about it? You could have said, you know, my brother Jeff. Everybody knows that I'm your brother. You're just like, oh, Jeff from Fully Puzzle. It's not like yeah, I'm but you're a famous podcaster. I wanted to acknowledge the show that you're from. Uh, okay, I get where you're coming from on that one. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're right. Famous uh, podcaster. Yeah, okay. I, you hit all the cockles of my heart with that one. So. <laughs> <clears throat> so let me bring up the clock here or the okay. stopwatch. All right, what's my clue? Okay, so we've got two figures that both share the same clue. Are you going to pull a me from last week made after 2000? Both figures <laughs> were made after the year 2000. All right. All right. All right. It's fair that you get me back. So, okay. I will go with that. 
I will remove my headphones. Okay. The first figure for Jeff is Mattel Legends Series 16 Molly Holly. You and Dave need to lose each other's phone numbers, I tell you. (laughs) You're like, Dave, you're not allowed to listen or download the show anymore. All right. Made after 2000, you start the stopwatch. Would you like another clue? Oh, that's nice of you. That's a lot nicer than what I was last week. I know. So let's let's be the bigger person here, Scott, and provide another clue to Jeff. I will narrow it down for you. This figure was produced within the last three years. Three years. Okay, so we're talking 2020? Okay, 2020 to today was made within the last three years. All right, you get your stopwatch. You tell me when to go. Okay, hitting the button... Go. Mattel. Yes. Okay. Are they elite? Yes. Were they part of the elite mainline series? No. Were they a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive? No. Uh, were they, was this person a former intercontinental champion? No. Heavyweight champion? No. Uh, not part of the main elite line. Um, was it part of one of those offshoots like WrestleMania series or Royal Rumble series? An offshoot? Technically, yes. Is this wrestler from the 80s? No. 90s? Yes. Uh, Not a former... Oh, Jesus. Um, Wasn't Jesus. It was not. Okay. Uh, 10 seconds. Has this person ever been an announcer before? No. Oh, jeez. Uh, is it male or female? Female. Female. Oh, uh... Time's ba- up. You get a Hail Mary toss. Okay. I'm going to throw this out. I'm going to hope it is the Bailey Network Spotlight Series. Nope. Incorrect. Ah. Would you like it. to take one more guess? Also, that network exclusive was from like 2016. You're right. You're right. My bad. Um. Okay. Made in the last three years. Female. Elite. Not part of the main Elite Line series. One of those offshoots was 90s. Oh, Sensational Sherry. She was part of the main Elite Oh, no, she right. was part. She was, yeah, well, she was part of the Elite Line, but was ex- store exclusive. Who was it? Molly Holly Legends Series 16. All right. We got to have a talk here. <laughs> okay. Let's have a talk here. We will never bring Molly Holly up on the show again. She's a gem, dude. Molly Holly's awesome. I know. I'm just joking. She is awesome. She's really nice. She was great when we met her. Anyways. She's like the sweetest wrestler I've ever met. I'm, I'm sorry, Molly. I'm sorry. You should be. Molly, if you're listening, I'm so embarrassed on was... behalf of Jeff. Yeah. Sorry. I just am frustrated that I didn't get <laughs> guess that. Well, to be fair, you didn't even guess female until like 45 seconds. All right. Oh, for one today. Yep, and I don't have a good feeling about this next one. Of course you don't. And the clue? Oh, made after 2000. All right, thanks. Uh, made after 2000, but not made after 2010. I swear to God, if it's like off the ropes, Festus, I'm going to punt kick Dave and you. <laughs> I don't, it, wait. There's a reason I only did two of four, dude. Like, Wait, wait is it off the ropes, uh, Festus? I wish it was. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. But it is not. <laughs> All right, made after okay, so between 2000 and 2010. Okay. Correct. I will take I will take out my earbuds now. 
The figure that Jeff is supposed to be guessing is Classic Superstars Series 13 LJN Style Undertaker. Okay. You let me know when you are hitting the button. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Go. Jax. Yes. Okay. Were they Classic Superstars? Yes. Okay. Were they a former heavyweight champion? Yes. Were they a former heavyweight champion in the 80s? No. 90s? Yes. Uh, part of the new generation? Yes. Bret Hart, Jack's Classic Series 1? No. Yokozuna, Jack's Classic? No. Uh, heavyweight champion, uh, Diesel, Jack's Classic? No. Were they in Series 1 through 10? No. Oh, crap. Um... Heavyweight champion, new gen, Shawn Michaels. No, not, not heavyweight champion during new gen. And I'll add three oh. seconds. Oh, okay. Three seconds. Thanks, dude. Two, one. There you go. <laughs> uh, man. Three I seconds. Uh, heavyweight champion, new gen. Time. Okay. okay. This person was champion right before the new gen started. Okay. And was champion at multiple points. After that. WWF champion. That's correct. Multiple times. Okay, so he was champion before. But to the best of my knowledge, not a champion during the new generation, quote unquote, run of the new generation. And he wasn't a champion of the 80s. Okay, correct. So, all right. Hold on. I've got to do a little uh, Rolodex over here. Yeah. Okay. So before new gen. So that's Rick. F- no, because Ric Flair didn't win the heavyweight WWF or WWE heavyweight after the new gen era. Okay, so it was Undertaker. You get one more guess. I know, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to think in my head. Okay, so Hogan lost to Taker. Taker and Hogan had the Tuesday Texas thing. Belt held up for Flair. Flair, okay, could, it could be Warrior. No, he was a champ. No, that was Warrior, Warrior won it in the 90s. Correct. But he, but he never won it again after that. Okay, so Warrior's Correct. out. So it's between Undertaker, and it's not Ric Flair. You said it's not Ric Flair. I didn't say that. Oh, I thought I asked that. Okay, so no, it's you between... talked yourself out of Ric Flair. God damn it. Okay, so it's Taker or Flair. Who, by the way, had multiple figures in the classic superstars line. Correct. I'm going to go Taker Series 1. You were so close. Who was it? Series 13, LJN Style Undertaker. Oh, I, you know what? F you guys. <laughs> Uh, screw that. I said Taker. I figured it out through... I guessed the wrestler. I didn't guess the series. You know what? Okay. If this was guess the wrestler, you would have done great, dude. <laughs> but since it's guess the figure... Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't just give yourself that one. You're like, I did half of them correct today. I did, actually. <laughs> I disagree. 50% of the time works every time. I actually... I'm... <laughs> I will give myself a pat on the back for that one. Barry well, Horowitz stuff. You you guessed the wrestler correctly. All right. <laughs> well done. Thank you. I appreciate that. Even though you went over two. I did go over two. I guessed Taker. <laughs> I I didn't even think of the LJN style. Damn it. Which surprises me because I thought that was your favorite version of the classic superstars. Oh, I love those, dude. Anyways, all right. So that was fun. All right, we've got a lot of news we've got to get into, dude. Yeah, we should probably dip into it. 
Yeah, let's jump into it. Okay, let's start with Foco and their bobbleheads. They came out with AJ Styles and, a surprise, superstar Billy Graham. So if you want any of those bobbleheads, head on over to Foco.com and you can pre-order those. Superstar Billy Graham in his 80s look when he came back and was a wrestler temporarily and then became Don Morocco's manager and also became an announcer. Yep. All right. Love this. Hassle Toys. They have a series called Grappler and Gimmick and their first figure they showed off. Ahmed Johnson. Yes, looks fantastic. Now, I personally, I'm out on all retros pretty much moving forward, but that looks amazing. I'm surprised you wouldn't jump in on Ahmed Johnson. Like, that seems right up your alley right there. No, I, I do love um, Ahmed, but if I was going to get any more retros, they would have to be within that Hasbro year, I guess, or years that they produced Hasbro's. And I feel that Ahmed is just on the outside of that because Ahmed came in in what, 95? 95, 96, somewhere in there? Right. So he was he would be just on the cusp of Hasbro ending. So he'd be right. He'd be within reason. He'd be a talking point for sure on getting him. Price point, we don't know. But uh, if the price is there, would you be would you entertain it? Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Because Hastel also did the uh, Godfather that looks really good. So I've got high hopes for this Ahmed. Correct. All right. Let's jump over to Powertown. Powertown announced Cardona and Myers to pack. So they're going away from Legends. Uh, Yes. And I was thinking these were going to be part of the AWA two pack series on that old school carding. But apparently they're not. It's just a, a two pack of Cardona and Myers. Yep. All right, let's jump over to KWK, Sean Ng over there. He announced that he has signed Haystacks Calhoun, legendary Haystacks Calhoun wrestler. So look forward to seeing that. Also, he showed off the renderings for Kamala. Two hooded masks, spear, shield, removable necklace, and soft goods skirt. That one is shaping up nice. Sean posted Many of you have given us constructive suggestions when we posted our early concept design of KWA Kayfabe Heroes, Uganda Giant Kamala. We listened and have made some adjustments accordingly. We now also have two other continent variants along with the hooded mask, which both will let include all three continent variants. Designs ready for you to see. The next part is to have the final render ready and will then be putting them into articulated form. He will also be getting the prototype and paint work ready. I hope you like these as much as we do. While we may not be able to please everyone in terms of expectations, we do want collectors who will be invested into this be happy with it. And an absolute credit to at Daniel Rodas 3D. Daniel Rodas as well as Jordan Davidson for their continuous hard work into the pre-production phase. Without their work and constantly having to deal with my demands, these designs will not be able to present the collectors who are already emotionally invested into this line. Work has also begun for Haystacks Calhoun, who we just mentioned, and once designs are ready, we'd love to show you what we have done so far. The final two will be announced in the next two weeks. Stay tuned for more information for KWK Kayfabe Series 1. Can't wait. Dude, this line is going to be great. It's in great hands with Sean. He's definitely catering to the collectors, and he said it perfectly. He can't make everybody happy, but he's trying to please as many people as he can. And so far, so good. 
You can't please everybody. And last night, everybody was at my show. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Mitch. R.I.P. All right, let's jump over to Mattel. Mattel had some show-ins this past week. Coliseum Collection Jake and Rude presale goes up March 1st. Again, that's March 1st for the Coliseum Collection Jake Roberts and Rick Rude. And pre-orders are up right now for the SST Paul Heyman Bash at the Beach Hogan and the Bret Hart Ultimate Edition. All those are up live at Target minus Paul Heyman because he already sold out. Yeah, that was the one you wanted, huh? Yeah, well, him and the SST, for sure, I'm skipping the Hogan. Uh, It was just kind of disappointed that Heyman was already sold out, so I've passed on the pre-order, especially after kind of getting burned on the most recent pre-order set that came out with the Elites, the Legends, because they knocked basically half off, and I had already pre-ordered that Dingo, and I'm like, well then, I won't be doing that again. Fool me once. Speaking of Elite Legends, they showed off Elite Legends 19 this past week, Undertaker, hat, long trench coat. D'Lo Brown will be the variant in this series. He'll come with a chest protector. Skullcap variant will be blue and black gear for D'Lo Brown. That was more his, like, singles run gear, correct? Correct. Yeah. Kaba, he'll have a vest and skullcap. And last, but certainly not least, Brother Love will have glasses, his long white mic that he was always carrying around, and a red scroll. That will be Elite Series 19. Elite Legend Series. That will be Elite Legend Series 19. Super excited for that Brother Love figure. We're getting two more Nation of Domination guys, which I think is great. And, dude, that Brother Love. Holy crap. That thing is so good. Okay, so I'm probably not going to be doing any pre-orders from Target for Legends until that Brother Love comes out. (laughs) That one is getting got, dude. It is so good. Well, keep holding off on these legends because you'll find them for $11.50 possibly. Yeah, that that doesn't start off great when it's immediately half off. So That chaps your taint, doesn't it? It it really does chap my taint, Jeff. And I don't <laughs> like having my taint chapped. So, <laughs> But I probably will have to pre-order that Brother Love. It is that good. All right, I did pull some questions from the Wrestling Figs message boards. I actually pulled quite a few, so stick with me on these. First question comes in from J-Man. J-Man said, without giving anything away, can you tell us a quote-unquote ballpark what price point we will be looking at for the next crowdfunder? I need to have a little time to explain this to my wife. (laughs) Very good. Remember, J-Man, ask for forgiveness later. Yeah, never ask for permission, just forgiveness. Steve Ozer said, it's going to be more expensive than the last one, but worth it in my opinion. Hmm. More expensive. And the last one was a real scale elite ring and three ultimate edition figures. Stage. I'm telling you, it's a stage. It's got to be a stage, right? People have been clamoring for it. It's got to be a stage. There's no way it's a ring and three figures and more expense. Well, everything has gone up in price since the last crowdfund. But did you got to think it's a stage? It's got to be a bigger thing unless they're going milk truck. No, they're not going milk truck. What if they put eggs in the milk truck? <laughs> well done, dude. All right. NWO Foundation asked, will we be seeing the Steiner Brothers released in 2023 or will we have to wait a little longer? Steve said, you'll just have to wait for more info once it's ready to be shared on this. Man, but we want to know. Ozer. Ozer. We are demanding answers now. <laughs> we are your people. <laughs> Cable V said in the next question, 
Would an all-bloodline elite wave be overkill? Would all the tattoo deco make it cost prohibitive? Steve said, it would be cool and I could figure out a way to make it work from a deco cost perspective, but I don't know what retailer would realistically want a multi-pack that expensive. Well, I don't think the guy who sent the question was saying a multi-pack. He said a wave. He said an elite wave. So like elite 110, for example, would be the entire bloodline. Not a multi-pack of the, although that would be amazing. That would be, a. I would buy that. Well, of course. I, I think a lot of people would, but when you're looking at 23 bucks a figure times Roman, the Usos, Sammy, Solo, and Paul Heyman, that's six figures that does constitute an elite wave. But that's one hell of a multi-pack, right? 23 times six, that's super expensive. But yeah, I, th I think an elite wave would be amazing to have an all bloodline. That'd be great. Next question came in from J-Man. J-Man said, would an Ultimate Edition Steiner three pack with Braun be something you guys could entertain? If not Ultimates, how about an all elite three pack? Uh-oh, you can't say all elite. Ooh. That's taboo. I'm telling. <laughs> Steve said, if it's something a major retailer wanted, then I wouldn't be opposed, but I'm sure you've seen re-releases like that are strategic and not plentiful. Yeah, I see the Steiners Ultimate Editions being together in the tag team sets like they're doing with the Usos. That's how I see us getting the Steiners. I don't think it's going to be in a three-pack with Braun. Next question came in from Sean SCGA. Hey, Steve, I'll get right to the point. What's with the lack of Kurt Angle figures? He is a perfect candidate for Ultimate Edition, perfect candidate for the Legend series and Elite line. So many colorful outfits, different looks, face expressions. He could easily be added to each of those three lines in the same year, and nobody would complain. Really hope he is coming sometime this year. Can we count on it? Steve said, his deal ended. So we, of course, had to stop including him in lineups. Well, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. You've got this beautiful line called Ultimate Editions, and we're not getting a Kurt Angle because his deal ended. Get with it, WWE. Come on. The guy was just on the Raw 30 show. Right? We want more Kurt Angle figures. Damn it. He was the new Billy Gunn. Yes, he was. Next question comes in from Hulk Jogan. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's good. When you order Hulk Hogan off Wish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello, Steve. Firstly, thank you for continuing to come here and answer questions. Secondly, thank you for all your work on getting the retros to return. Whilst it is impossible task to keep everyone happy, there are many of us who think what you are doing is great. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> Get him out of I, here. I don't like this wish, Jogan. <laughs> My question relates to the retro figures that seem to have been planned in an initial run, but not produced. Are you aware why certain arm sculpts and molded singlet sculpts were not used? And can we expect them to be used in the future? Now, what he's referring to, he posted a picture. I'll have to kind of explain this to you. There was three examples that were posted. It was Ultimate Warrior, Ryback, and Neville that people went bonkers for. They're like, where are these prototypes? You know, everybody wanted to know. So he, Hulk Jogan is asking regarding those. So just kind of a little, I should have probably prefaced that. It seems like the Neville Jumper, for example, looks better with two different arm styles. What are your thoughts? Thanks. Steve said, these were before my time on the brand, but to the best of my knowledge, these were just resin mock-ups to get the line approved. I don't believe they were ever officially planned for any waves. 
So I'll post the picture for these when I upload the show. So just hit up our Twitter and you'll see the picture of Ryback, Neville, and Ultimate Warrior. So you can kind of see what Hulk Jogan was referring to. So I, I know a lot of people have asked it regarding those. Uh, so Steve was kind enough to answer it right here. There was an Enzo too, right? There, uh, That was supposed to be in Series 4, I Yeah, think? so he actually had a planned released figure, but then yes. he got canned and they had to scrap it. Next question comes in from Davey. Davey said, hi, Steve. Is there a plan for a fan takeover ultimates to come back or are they done for good? Thanks. Steve said they might. I don't think the concept should be retired forever. I agree. Next question comes in from Memphis. The entire city of Memphis. So the entire state of Tennessee especially the city of Memphis. Specifically Memphis, yes. Got together and they all decided that this was the one question they wanted to ask. Yes. Yes. This is, this is on behalf of Memphis. Yes. The city of Memphis. Yes. Where it's located in Brazil. You're so good with geography. Thank you. Thank you. With the success of the retro four packs, would Mattel consider doing a four pack that would have four figures from one match? Maybe even with the great 92 Rumble, universally loved, with Flair, Macho, with Pants, Jake, Heel, and Hogan. Even the Fatal 4-Way from 97 with Sid, HBK, Brett, and Stone Cold. Steve said, sure. We almost did with the first bundle until we had to replace Hulk with Mean Gene. It would have been cool, actually, if... Well, I mean, I love that Orton retro, but it would have been pretty amazing if it was Hogan and T... And then Piper and Orndorff. That would have been great, dude. Yeah, I would have loved to see an Orndorff retro. Next question comes in from ZTJ WWF. He asked, hey, Steve, will any of the Ultimate Razorheads have a toothpick, perhaps a removable one? Steve said, Bill did want to include the toothpick, but we were unable to properly execute it. They had to grow its size, and it's just no longer looked good, so it was nixed. Maybe we can take a crack at it again down the road. Next question comes in from Yeehaw Man. Do you think figures of obscure wrestlers will eventually be the future of collecting? In the next five years, I feel like every big star will have had all their looks made into figures, and collectors will naturally be looking for figs of people that they don't have. Steve said, not really. The big names always sell the best, and that's why you see so many Batman and Spider-Man figures. The supporting cast of any action figure line is, of course, very important also to keep collectors engaged, but business will always be driven by the most recognizable names. 100%. Mattel's been doing this for 13 years now. Think of how many Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, John Cena, the list goes on. Think of how many versions of those guys have been done and they remain the best sellers. Absolutely. It will continue to be the big stars on the card that are going to have the most figures made and will continue to have the most figures made. But let's relish in the occasional goon figure or Medusa figure that we get that's kind of the oddball. It's not going to be the future of collecting. It might be for some of the smaller toy lines that are out there. You know, they can kind of have that be their bread and butter. But for Mattel, it's absolutely the top of the card, guys. Next question comes in from Canaanite. Said, hi, Steve. I hope this has already been discussed internally, but any chance of using Mattel Creations to sell straight-up limited ultimates of talents that just simply wouldn't work any other way? There must be some. No disrespect to them. That would fit the criteria. Steve said, not likely unless they were in some sort of multi-pack with a bigger name. I smell what Steve's cooking here. 
I see what he's getting at. And I'm I'm predicting the fourth wave of Coliseum Collection is going to be SD Jones and Outback Jack. Because next while question. they won't make sense individually, next question. Next question. I'm sorry, next. you didn't say next question. We'll move on. Last question. Oh, sir. <laughs> next question comes in from Stuntman RAI. He asked. If we were to get new elite Gallus and Andersons, realistically, what would be the soonest we'd see them? Eight to 12 months after their return match? Maybe longer. Steve said, for any figure, it'd take about a year from the time it was locked into a wave. Thank you, Azer, for answering all of my wonderful questions. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Jeff and Scott don't want me here today. Nope. Nope. Suck it, troll. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's ruthless. He's spicy today. I know. <laughs> All right, let's head over to the nostalgia segment. Are you ready, Scott? Let's do it. get into elite series 73 we want everybody to head on over to wrestlingfiguredatabase.com over there you can find almost every wrestling figure ever produced over at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com but for this week what we want you guys to do is go to the wwe main elite line section look for 51 to 100 scroll down just a smidge Click on the series and look for series 73 and follow along as Scott reads off this list. So this is all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. And Scott, I got you this week. While you're over there, we want you to hit donate button and kick a little money over to Dylan for keeping this site going and putting together a useful tool for all of us wrestling figure collectors. Again, that's all over at Wrestling Figure Database dot com scott wwe elite series 73 what you got yes sir first off dylan thank you again for those super seven slayer figures i absolutely love them they look great on display but yes we are here to talk about wwe mattel elite series 73 which consisted of alistair black he was in gray trunks had his black entrance jacket that had the horns on it or as jeff here very uh, specifically put into the notes a horned up black jacket. <laughs> I forgot I put that. <laughs> his hands also had his tattoos on them. <laughs> I forgot I put that on there. Oh, horned shit. up black jacket. <laughs> Aren't we all? Anyways. <laughs> Next up, Daniel Bryan. This is from his run as heel champion. He came packaged with the hemp belt accessory. Elias. Had a Polly Pocket style Elias shirt, guitar, and scarf accessories. Grand Metalik, and he was your variant in the series. Grand Metalik, regular version, was in blue gear. Had a gold jacket with blue straps on the front. Variant with, was Metalik in his black gear. Black gloved hands and had a gold jacket with red straps on the front. Kyrie Sane. Who, Jeff, Kyrie is the current NJPW Women's Champion, correct? That is correct. About to fight uh, Sasha Banks next month here in San Jose. Yes. I need, Dude, tickets sold out for that so fast, I didn't even get a chance, Adam. Oh, that sucks. Really? Yeah, I may have to go on the secondary market for those. Secondary? Yeah. Norm didn't get a set, huh? Oh, no, he did. Oh, who's he going with? Uh, I'm not sure, but he's his tickets are uh, expensive. 
Let's just ah, gotcha. Only yeah. the very best for Norm. Yes, I love that guy. Kyrie Sane came with a sailor's cap, ship wheel, scope, mug, and a long white poly pocket style jacket. Peyton Royce, this was your Target exclusive, came with an Iconics t-shirt and microphone. And finally, Triple H, black vest slash jacket, mask, and water bottle accessory. And Jeff, that rounds out WWE Mattel Elite Series 73. How good's that, Kyrie Sane? Oh, it's fantastic. It's my favorite figure in the assortment. It is. Same here. With all the accessories, they really captured her perfectly, I should say. Uh, Alistair Black, I thought Mattel always did a great job on the, that figure. Yeah, they got his tattoos really well. It's going to be interesting to see what AEW Jazzwares does for their Supreme figure. I haven't seen it yet, but... Yeah, apparently it's been hitting, but yeah, outside of pictures, I haven't seen it live yet. When that hits Target shelves, I will definitely be purchasing that. But anyways, back to Elite Series 73. What I like also is the Daniel Bryan hemp belt. That was only used one time. I like the uh, the Peyton Royce figure as well. Really well done. Probably my second favorite figure in the assortment. But that Kyrie is just so good. Did you sell your Peyton Royce? No. Oh, I thought you were. Was on the selling block. I just, I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Okay, got it. Overall, really solid series. Mattel always does a great job on Triple H as well, so. Well, they've made so many. <laughs> you know, after you've done them so many times, like, you would think you'd be good at it by now. All right, we've got some eBay prices. Let's start with Alistair Black with the horned up black jacket. <laughs> Pans, his tattoos on them. Last sold eBay listing was January 24th for $25 on a buy it now. Daniel Bryan with the horned up hemp belt. <laughs> Last old eBay listing was yesterday, January 27th, for $36 on nine bids. Interesting. So a belt that was made, to the best of my knowledge, just that once, right? Yeah, you know what? I should have pulled the last sold eBays just for that belt. Yeah, that's what I was kind of referring to, is not necessarily the figure with the belt, but just the belt itself. Obviously, it's not going to go for more than the figure, so I guess that's kind of like the top of the mark would be 36 bucks. Right. Elias with the guitar scarf last old eBay listing was January 26 for $29.99 Grand Metalik who was the variant regular with the blue gear variant with the black gear on the regular the last sold eBay listing was January 20th for $45 on one bid the variant last sold was January 19th for $69.95 on a buy it now wow not a, not a lot of Grand Metalik figures though so those prices make sense that's a good figure Oh, it's a great looking figure. Kyrie Sane, sailor cap, ship wheel, scope, mug, long white poly pocket style jacket. Last sold eBay listing was January 25th for $69.99 on a buy it now. Wow, not a lot of figures of Kyrie either. Peyton Royce, the Target exclusive with the Iconics t-shirt. Last sold eBay listing was January 7th. The seller wanted $54.99 but accepted $45. Triple H, black vest jacket, mask, water bottle, last sold eBay listing was January 2nd. Seller wanted $70, but accepted $60. That seems really high for a Triple H. Triple H figures always go well. Man, $60 bucks for that Triple H because there were a couple that looked like that. So it's kind of surprising that one got... I wonder what his other ones in that same look are going for. Because that just seems high to me. All right, Scott. We've got a listener segment. They are, they are coming to us to celebrate our seven-year anniversary. Sweet. Just kidding. No, they're not. Oh, we got Nate with a trivia question. That's what we got. I love it. All right, let's get into it. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell 
me can I hear from my people I just want to hear from my people and I just want to listen to the listeners all right Scott we got a couple of first shows that a lot of uh, our listeners went to let's start with Chad Ecto Young what up Chad he said his first show was WWF at Landover Maryland Capital Center October 19th 1991 ooh the berserker defeated Greg Valentine Jim Neidhart pinned Hercules. The Beverly Brothers defeated the Bushwhackers. The Beverly Brothers, that's some figures we need. Or you can hit up Jason Wolf and have them custom made. Yeah, Wolf can definitely do customs, but you got to figure some of these companies that are out there are going to start going after tag teams. They should. They should, yeah. Especially a team like the Beverly Brothers. The Undertaker defeated Jim Duggan. IRS pinned the big boss man after hitting him with the steel briefcase. Jerk. The WWF Tag Team Champions, the Legion of Doom, defeated the Natural Disasters via disqualification. Ric Flair pinned Roddy Piper by sliding in the ring and putting his feet on the ropes for leverage. After the bout, Piper hit both Flair and the referee with a chair. Chad did say that he was so scared of The Undertaker, he asked his mom to leave. I think it was halfway during the show. (laughs) I love Chad, dude. That's so great. But you know what? I love that guy, dude. I love that's him so adorable, much. dude. That is adorable. That's like the character doing his job, scaring the children. So, Chad, thank you for sending that over. And also, I wanted to hit, get into Ethan Chambers. Well, I didn't want to get into. That you want to get into Ethan Chambers? Oh my God, that did not sound right. I'm sorry, Ethan. I love you, man. Using your platform to hit on Ethan. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, that's just that could be so wrong. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, Ethan. Sorry, Ethan. All right, Ethan says, what is up, guys? Even though I've been a WWE and NASCAR fan since as long as I can remember, I never went to a professional wrestling event until I moved out of my disapproving father's house. At this point, I lived on my own in a terrible studio apartment about two blocks from the venue in Wichita, Kansas. I was about 20, almost 21 years old, when I went to my first show. CM Punk was supposed to be at the show, but unfortunately quit WWE a few days before the event. Oh, that sucks. The lack of CM Punk was disappointing, but seeing my favorite professional wrestler, Seth Rollins, made up for it. Before the event started, The Shield came out and announced Punk wasn't there, and you have until the second match of the night to get a refund. Okay, enough of me talking. Here's my first WWE event. WWE Live at Wichita, Kansas, February 1st, 2014. Mark Henry and WWE IC champion Biggie Langston defeated Curtis Axel and Ryback. <laughs> wow. Okay. But, I forgot they were a tag team. By the way, if you want to listen to the roast of Ryback, head on over to Drunk Wrestling History. <laughs> Rybaxel. That was their name, right? It sounds... I think you're right, dude. Or was Rybaxel something else? I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, it was Ryback. Who cares? Alexander Rusev defeated Zack Ryder. Natalia Neidhart defeated Tamina. Sheamus, Jimmy, and Jay Uso defeated Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and WWE US Champion Dean Ambrose, The Shield. Wow. Clean, huh? Mike Mizanin defeated Damian Sandow. Oh, that's hella funny because they became Mizdow. Yes, they did. Wade Barrett defeated Kofi Kingston, and Bray Wyatt defeated Daniel Bryan in a steel cage match. What a, That's a cool first show for Ethan. It's funny that they had the Shield come out and threaten the crowd. Like, I know. If you guys want a refund, you better do it by the second match. But don't let us catch you. Thank you, Ethan and Chad, for sending in your first shows. Thank you, guys. All right, Scott, you ready for some hot 
Rink Skirts trivia action. I love it. Can't wait. Happy New Year, Jeff and Scott. This is Ring Skirts. Nate, coming to you live from the Wrestle Cave with another trivia question. This is going to be a hard one, guys, but I think you're going to have fun with it. Since the existence of the WWE slash WWF, there have been four major players in the game of making their wrestling figures. Starting with LJN, moving to Hasbro, to Jax, and now Mattel, present day. As I glance at those four lines of figures, there are certain people that were popular enough to have an action figure made by each company. That's what I'd like you guys to try to figure out. Now I'm going to take a couple of the debatable ones off, just so that it's not confusing. Um, I'm going to put Sergeant Slaughter out there. Whether you count that Hasbro figure as an LJN or not, he was technically made by all four, even though that's not an LJN. So we'll take him off of there. Um, and Akeem, one-man gang. There are some companies that only made Akeem. Some companies made both. So we'll, we'll take him off there, too. But if we take those two off, I count actually 22 wrestling stars who had figures made by LJN, Hasbro, Jax, and Mattel. Can you guys, how many of the 22 who are across all four companies can you guys come up with? Good luck, guys. All right. There was a little bit of dead air. Yeah, a little bit of magic of editing, but not a lot. It was tough, but it was fun. So Nate called it right off the bat. Exactly. I love right. these. Absolutely love these. So Nate's answers to the trivia showdown challenge number 11 is below. What wrestlers had figures made by four main companies, LJN, Hasbro, Jackson, Mattel. I'm going to eliminate some of the debatable ones. As you mentioned, we are talking about Sergeant Slaughter off the list who had the LJN style figure. And we will take Akeem, one man gang, who had figures in all the lines, but you have to count both the characters. Outside of that, I count 22 who had LJN, Hasbro, Jax, and Mattel figures. Answers below. He said, here comes the axe. Uh, okay, I'm going to start checking these off as you're reading them. There's axe. He put here. Oh, I see what he's doing. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> he said, here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. We are demolition. Walking disaster. So he just put in song lyrics. Yeah, but unfortunately, he's bringing up bad memories of not getting <laughs> smash from LJN. Thank you, LJN. <laughs> wrecking childhoods okay are you ready scott to start crossing off the names yeah i'm ready to go and i've already crossed off axe okay million dollar man uh okay dibiase got it he was on our list andre the giant andre got it and you already checked off demolition axe yes what's surprising is andre was one of the last ones we got i'm so embarrassed big boss man got it he was the first one i wrote down brutus beefcake uh, Beefcake, got it. Hulk Hogan. Got Hogan. Jake the Snake. Uh, got Jake. Rick Rude. Got it. Ultimate Warrior. Got it. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, got Hacksaw, okay. Honky Tonky Man. Honky Tonky Man, got him. Jimmy Snooka. Uh, Snooka, got it. 
Roddy Piper. Piper, got it. Greg Valentine. Uh, Valentine right there. Okay. Bret Hart. Uh, Bret. Okay. British Bulldog. Which you got. Well done. Got it. Thank you. Rick Martell. Okay. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Uh, there's Neidhart. Got him. Warlord. Warlord. Check. Tito Santana. Tito or Chico as Jesse Ventura called him. Got him. Kamala. Got him. And last but certainly not least, Bam Bam Bigelow. The greatest big man of all time. And if you disagree, go watch his matches with Brett. Thank you, Nate, for your trivia questions. You know how much we love those over here. I love it. I had so much fun doing that one. And it was like we got through, I would say we got through like 15 of them pretty quick. I, 15, I'd say 15 to 18. We got through them pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. And then when we hit the last three, that's when kind of the wheels came off a little bit. And dude, how did we knock it? Andre as like in the top 10. I know, dude, right? <laughs> Gosh. That was like series one LJN. It was like, come on. But hey, we got him. 22 knocked out. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate. Appreciate it, man. Always love your trivia questions. Scott, next question comes in from Adam Winter. He said, I have a listener question for the show. If you were to pick only four figure makers for your Mount Rushmore figure collectors, who would they be? Mine, because I started collecting in the Jax BCA and OSFTM days, would be Jax, Mattel, original San Francisco toy makers, and Mattel. Who would your top four be? Also, which Royal Rumble would you want every figure from and by what toy maker, past or present? Ooh. Wait. Thanks for everything you guys do. Love always listening to the show, Adam Winter. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate that. Thank you, Adam. That's awesome, man. That's a great question, too. A Mount Rushmore of figure makers, especially now that there's so many in the pool. That's a great question because now you actually legitimately have a ton of manufacturers to throw up on a Mount Rushmore. Well, you got to throw Mattel on there and Hasbro. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. That's Mattel is definitely the number one of all time. And we've had this discussion. I think mostly it's due to because they have a bigger pool of names to, to pull from. Right? Hasbro and LJN didn't do that. I think as crazy as LJN got was to go back and make a Bruno figure. But even he was wrestling in like 86, 87. So that wasn't even really a stretch. They weren't really doing like a classic. Because he even had like his present day look. It wasn't like a classic Bruno look. So I think kudos to Mattel for being able to go back and do that. But I think that's what makes them better over LJN and Hasbro is they do have a gigantic pool of names to pick from. And they're getting new names all the time, uh, as evidenced with the SST um, Legends figures that are coming out, who had SST on their 2022-2023 scorecard. I know I certainly didn't. And to make it even better, Head Shrinker's variants. Like, that's amazing. So, Mattel, you're right, Jeff. That's, that's probably my number one going up on the Mount Rushmore. Hasbro has to be on there. Hasbro certainly has to be up there. Um, our joint number one, LJN, certainly has to be up there. And I'm going, this is me personally, number four, going Remco. So this is the debatable part. Jax. Jax revolutionized a lot of stuff. Yeah, real scan technology. That was them. Yes, that was them. The classic superstars. Yes, yes. Jeremy's greatest accomplishment. Now, the question becomes on a lot of figure collectors' minds, were the figures good enough to put on a Mount Rushmore? <laughs> so that's going to become, yeah. uh, you know, th there's the keyboard wires. The bodies were out of scale. Well, that's why people hate on figures toy companies because they use 
what looks to be those old Jack's bodies. Right. And that's why people just grab pitchforks and torches when they have to rail against Figures Toy Company. They don't like that. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, Jeff. Does that qualify them for the Mount Rushmore? Or do you go off of the catalog and names that they gave us? Well, not only the catalogs, the series that they brought to our our collections, I should say, because Jack's Classics, Jack's Deluxe Classics, they introduced Deluxe Aggression, Deluxe Style Bodies. Yeah, but their Master of Puppets certainly is the classic superstars. When I think Jack's, I'm not thinking all those other offshoot lines. I'm going classic superstars. That is what made Jax to me, but they still don't make my Mount Rushmore. They're, they would probably be number five. Like, if there was like an, a, another head on the opposite side of the mountain, it would be Jax. So that's the debatable part is would people put Jax on their Mount Rushmore? I know a lot of people would probably put Jax on there just because that was their childhood. That was them growing up and collecting Jax. Bone crunchers and yeah, and that's why I put Remco on mine. So that's the debatable part is does Jax make people's Mount Rushmore? I'm with Scott. I'm with Remco's on there. You know what, though? Do you put Galoob? Galoob didn't go long enough. And you could argue that Remco didn't either, but they went beyond one series in the United States. Galoob did not. So okay. Galoob to me is, is in like an incomplete Okay. Touché. I can't judge them off of prototypes or what could have been. I can only judge what they did here in the United States because those were the figures we were able to readily get. That was one series of figures. So to me, Galoob is an incomplete. I would love to put them up there. I just can't. All right. Well said. I will agree with you on Remco. Okay. Perfect. And those were soft goods on Remco's, by the way, not Polly Pocket style. They were doing great soft goods before Figures Toy Company was even a thought. So kudos to Remco. But again, that's the best part about these kind of questions. There are no right or wrong answers. It's eye of the beholder. Uh, T-H-O-T or T-H-O-U-G-H-T? <laughs> Up to you. Oh, back to you, Tits McGee. All right. <laughs> Adam, thank you very much for your question. Loved your question. Um, I would be interested to see if people do put Jax on their Mount Rushmore because as I was mentioning earlier, that's the questionable part. A lot of people hated on those bodies. Yeah, a lot, they did. They hated the ruthless aggression and they were so obese. And, you know, like we always joked around, the earthquake was like obese earthquake. And it's debatable if Jack should be on a Mount Rushmore. I'd be interested to see what people say. Yeah, for shame on those big bodied guys. Earthquake, Typhoon, Bam Bam Bigelow, One Man Gang slash Akeem. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> those were just like, for shame. And then to put a cookie sheet accessory with them. Stop it, Jax. You're being insulting. So I think regarding his Royal Rumble, what year, what manufacturer? Hmm. Gosh, that's a tough one. I wonder if we're taking price point into consideration here because like, a little bit of me kind of wants Super 7 to do it, but then price point is huge, and then that last Andre in yellow that they came out with was kind of an abomination. Not even, <laughs> not even kind of an abomination. The man boobs were perfect <laughs> on that figure. <laughs> the, the memes that went around with that Andre face. Dude, should we put that in our Hall of Shame this year? You know what? I, I don't see how we don't. Good call, good call. Given price point and what was delivered... Wow. All right, there you guys go. There's a spoiler. You heard it in January. Come to the Hall of Fame, the Fig Life Hall of Fame. <laughs> Your inductee is Andre the Giant, Super 7, Yellow Trunks, WrestleMania 2. 
Actually, thank you, Adam. That just gave us our Hall of Shame this year. Yes. Okay, so Super 7 will not be making the figures. You know what? I'm going to go... Man, I do love some soft goods. It's between Remco and Mattel in the Superstars. Oh, you're hitting my my love right there, man. All right, well, let's go Mattel and the Superstars. And I'm going to go 1990. That was the Warrior and Hogan face-off in the middle of the ring. That's the one. Give me 1990 Royal Rumble in Mattel Superstars form. Okay. Uh, you're hitting my love with the superstars, so I'll stick with that, but you're giving me the 94 Rumble. I love the 94 Rumble. Oh, you're getting that, Brett. I love the 94 Rumble. There was just something about it from top to bottom. I know, I I just love that 94 Rumble, so superstars, 94 Rumble. You can tell our ages, too, because I always gravitate towards Golden Era, and you just went new gen. Yeah, I'm very old. Same, older. Thank you again, Adam. Scott, last question of the week comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back with that bi-weekly question. Before I get into it, though, I just want to say that I'm glad but surprised that two of my predictions already came true. Back when I was writing my predictions for 2023, I had no idea Mattel was going to do some end-of-year reveals. Speaking of stuff I predicted, if Mattel were to not only give us manager Harley Race but Vader in an Ultimate Edition 2-pack... What accessories would you like to see the set come with? And how would you like the box to look like? Ooh, it's got to be in WCW colors. Like 1993 blue and yellow WCW colors. But do they go away from the traditional red and white colors that the Ultimate Editions have been nowadays? Uh, Man, I mean, that's a good point. Because they do like their uniformity, but I think... Because, see, I'm thinking almost like the Mega Powers 2-pack, right? You do something like that, but it's Ultimate Edition. Where it had the colors of the Mega Powers, but you're doing it in WCW colors instead, but you're getting Ultimate Edition figures. I wouldn't want to see him do it in basic Ultimate... Nothing against the Ultimate Edition colors, but if you're going to do a Harley as manager and Vader, it's got to be in the WCW colors. I'll take it if it's Ultimate Edition, regular colors, whatever. But you're definitely adding some value as far as I'm concerned, especially for an MOC collector, if you do it in the the blue and yellow, old school WCW colors. On the packaging. That's the packaging? Okay. Uh, Honestly, I would absolutely love that, but I don't know if they would ever break away from the red and white. I mean... Yeah, we'll settle for red and white. It's fine. They've kind of done that with the Slaughter, the Hogan, and the... Yeah, the Coliseum collection. They've broken form. Yeah. Yeah, so I I would love to see the blue and yellow colors from WCW, so anyways. For sure. And then accessories, we're talking uh, the V hand or hands for Vader. The mask. But see, this is the other part. They've already done so many Vader figures from that look. Yeah, that's true. How do you differentiate? I mean, outside of it being Ultimate Edition and with butterfly joints and all those other articulation things, how do you differentiate the figure from the other Vader figures that have come out? That's going to be the tough part. You'll give it the mask. Yeah, that will be the tough part. You could do, yeah, because you're talking multiple heads, at least three. Actually, you know what? This goes back to Canaanite's question earlier in the show when he asked, any chance of using Mattel Creations to sell straight up limited ultimates of talents that simply wouldn't work? Now, here's the question. Would Manager Harley Race work? There must be some no disrespect to them. 
that would fit the criteria. And St uh, Steve answered, not likely unless they were some sort of multi-pack with a bigger name. Now, would Vader and Harley sell in, in a multi-pack like this? I, I don't think Vader figures have a problem selling. And there have been so few and far between Harley figures that I don't think manager Harley would have a problem selling. either. That's a great point, Jeff, to go back to that question. Because, yeah, maybe Harley as manager by himself in an elite wave doesn't really move the needle for a lot of people. It would for me, but maybe for a lot of people it wouldn't. But you put him in with Vader, now you're talking. What other accessories could we put? Because Harley had the jacket. Now do you make that a soft goods jacket? Um, Vader had the mask. You put it in the V hands, like you said. Harley didn't carry around any accessory. There was no megaphone. There was no guitar. There was no, no newspaper, no nothing. So the only thing I think you could give Harley to make it an ultimate would probably be a, a soft goods jacket. It'd have to be. Yeah. Unless you did different color jackets. Uh, did he really? Yeah. I, yeah. You could go that route, but he also had a different head sculpt. So you could give him different heads. So there you go. Yep. That's true. Um, for Vader, you give him different expressions, maybe a mouth open, mouth closed, you know, whatever. Yep. The V hands, the fist hands, obviously because the, the 93 WCW world title. Exactly. And I don't think Vader was carrying around that white robe that he would come out to the ring on. Was oh, he like with, the cape? Yeah. Was he with Harley at that time? I can't remember the time frame. I don't think so, but I think you'd still have to include the mask. Yeah, you'd have to. Maybe extra masks, like the all black mask, and then you have the red mask as well. And it. You, oh, it I meant more like the the big big one that he brought out that shot steam out. Oh, I was talking about the mask that he would wear over his face. Well, I would figure that'd be on the multiple heads, so it wouldn't oh. necessarily be a removable mask like on that one Legends figure that came out. It would be like just straight alternate heads like one would have the black one would have the red then the other one would have like that full mask that he had that's a good call that's a good call so i guess that's how you do that one jt thank you for your question sorry it took us a while to get to him scott and i have been having fun with can you last a minute and so far we're sucking yeah <laughs> we're not doing great <laughs> yeah we're doing horrible anyways that rounds out our seven year episode i want to thank everyone for listening whoops I started to go into the spiel. I know. You were like noping out. It's time for Rumble. <laughs> I know. I'm getting close to Rumble time. I'm like, oh, I'm starting to shake and start to shimmy. Like, um, uh, uh, who's not Chappelle? Who is the guy in his uh, Charlie Murphy when he would start to get ready for skits and huh. Chappelle show? And he would start <laughs> yes. to kind of, he would start to kind of shimmy and move and stuff like that. Get into the character. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to have you guys go over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can find almost every wrestling figure ever made. Now I started to go into the wrestling figure database spiel. Holy crap, dude. I'm all over the place. You are you're already starting to shift focus into the Royal Rumble. I am, dude. I should just round out the show. Go to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Listen to our buddies, Breaker and Bane, the PPW Podcast, Chick Foley Show, Wrestling Cheers. Scott, you're starting to shimmy and shake like uh, Charlie Murphy. Getting yes. ready for drunk wrestling history. Yeah. <laughs> Getting my beverages out. RJ over at ringside ramp. Boots of the face. Pulling up a chair in the marbles pod. Ethan, thank you for your question. And Scott, what you got for drunk wrestling history? Yes. Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. Show that dropped this past Friday. A review of New Year's Revolution 2005. Give that one a listen because Adam thought we were doing New Year's Revolution 2006. That was hilarious. Pretty good. Good stuff. Go check it out. 
hear what we thought about it. You'll have a good time. Download it wherever you get your other podcasts at. Because we're Drunk Wrestling History, we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. Isn't that the second time you guys done that? Yes, yes. And it will not be the last. I fully guarantee it will not be the last time. That's such a drunk thing to do. It totally is, dude. And by the way, are we going to have a crossover? I think we are. Yeah, as we get closer to WrestleMania, I think we're going to have to have a crossover episode. Get Eddie, maybe Adam on here. Have you over on the drunk show. You don't have to drink. Adam doesn't. You can get a Diet Pepsi. Maybe a real Pepsi if you want to play it hardcore. Uh, But yeah, I think we should do a crossover because uh, we got to start talking meetup. Uh-oh, spoiler alert. Hey, the sign point is starting to happen. So we need to start talking about a meetup for this event. Absolutely. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 366. I started to do it again. I start. <laughs> I forgot to ask you. <laughs> I am like the all, third time, dude. Dude, I'm done, dude. I'm done. The altitude just b- roasted my brain, dude. I was Apparently the, it did, yeah. I was closer to the sun. That's the problem. All right, Scott, for episode 366. Yeah, whatever. Anything else? (laughs) Happy seventh birthday or seventh anniversary. Fig life since 2016. Stay safe. Stay healthy. See, I'm doing it too. I've got it all backwards. (laughs) And happy toy hunting. Oh, there you go, dude. There you go. I want to thank everybody for listening to our seven year anniversary show. Okay. I think that was good. Yeah, I think you locked it in there. Let's go watch the Rumble. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Uh, Yeah. Fully hosable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.